This podcast is sponsored by Dent Magic, your Bristol-based car body repair company. Visit us at Cripps Causeway or Central Bristol, or we can even come to you with our mobile service at your home or workplace. Have you got a scuff, scratch or dent on your vehicle? Dent Magic can fix them all. If you need the magic touch for your vehicle, visit www.dentmagic.net to get your quick quote online today. Hello and welcome to Three Peeps in a Podcast. My name is Patch and with me this occasion is Matt Withers. Matt, how are you, sir? I'm all right, thank you, Patch. Yeah, very honoured to be on the uh, the regular show. Yeah, it's been a while since you've been on the regular show. Um, yeah, yes, yeah. And there is a reason for that, and uh, that is that you will be joining me on the 23rd of March when we go to the Bauer Club in Filton to see Gaza, an evening with Gaza. So uh, definitely looking forward to that, Matt. Just, uh, uh, I mean, we love football, the pair of us, but he is, in my lifetime, the, the best there's been, I think. Certainly English footballer, so yeah, I can't, cannot wait. What an, a legend of a man. Yeah, who can forget that uh, warm summer's afternoon, England versus Scotland, Euro 96, that uh, that goal and that, that celebration. Goal, that celebration, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but even before that, I mean, I, I was trying to think, um, knowing the, the guests we had on tonight, I was trying to think when I first heard of Gaza, and I remember seeing an old, probably football focus or Greaves, Saint and Greavesy, but where he was at Newcastle, there was no sort of seating; it was all standing. And they were talking about him. He must have probably been, I don't know, eighteen, nineteen, something yeah. like that. But he was he was eating at Myers Bar and talking about sort of playing for his his local club. And from that point on, kind of followed him. Um, and my my brother in law is an absolute. Gaza fanatic he's you know his all-time hero sort of thing so yeah just as I say a, a legend of a player yeah so you mentioned a guest um the the man who is bringing Gaza to Bristol is on the zoom call with us now and that's Mark Mark how are you good evening yeah very good guys very good exhausted but uh yeah but all, all good looking forward to the podcast yeah, you're a very busy man. Yeah, uh, last time I spoke to you, you were driving up to Scotland with loads of Rangers captains photo frames, and maybe we'll come on to that a bit later. But Mark, you are bringing Gaza um, back to Bristol, and before we get on to that, I just want to learn a bit more about you. Are you a, a local, a local boy? Yeah, 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 local. Yeah, yeah, born in born in Bristol. I've lived in Bristol all my life. Uh, and um, uh, moved uh, moved about a fair uh, a fair bit, but um, I went to I went to school uh, in uh, in Winterbourne, uh, the Ridings uh, Ridings High School. Uh, it was probably not the most uh, academic of uh, of kids, and uh, played up a little bit. Uh, but um, yeah, I um, I then became a, a motor mechanic. I'd always been interested in in, in cars, and, and my father owned a garage, so. Uh, I sort of did motor motor mechanics. From a young age, um, I was always quite an entrepreneur. So started repairing bikes for people. You know, went down put put uh, a, uh, a a card in the local post office bike bikes repairs. So you know, from from quite a young age, I guess sort of you know from from you know from my father and everything. Mm. And then um, yeah, and then I I took over I took over uh, the family the family garage and then. Um, uh, in 2000, and I'd always been interested in events and stuff. Mm. About 2016, I um, 
uh, I had an idea. Oh, I, I was watching either Soccer Aid or one of those sort of things. Right. And I thought, I thought we can do this in Bristol, I think. And uh, um, I, I got to know Russell Osmond and um, I, I phoned him up and I said, hey, listen, what, 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 what about if we, what about if we do this? And uh, it, it sort of, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And R Russell put together a fantastic team. Uh, Matt Letizia played, uh, Johnny Watt, Liverpool, Jamie Curiton. Uh, it was, it was, a, it was the, he put together a great squad. And then what I did was I worked with Bush and Troy, with you know the old oh, yeah. uh, uh, yeah. you know, GWR, and uh, so it became a GWR team against uh, against sort of uh, legends. And uh, we we held it at the Mem. It sort of grew, and um, uh, uh, yeah, we had a few you know a few, a few watching on the evening and raised money for the GWR appeal. Um, and then I was sort of um, I, I was I was hooked on on events and right. um, on, on that evening a few people had brought along a little bit of memorabilia. So Ian Harvey played the Australian Australian cricketer. He brought along a, a, a cricket ball that, that, that had been used, and a, a few other people had bought some stuff. And uh, I quite enjoyed framing it, and and you know so that was another business sort of uh, uh, forming as well. And, and so, so where did the where did the the framing bit come from? Obviously, a mechanic a mechanic um, <laughs> in the past. You know where where did you? Because it's not something I, you just turn your hand to. Yeah, I'm one of those guys. Um, I, I, I suffer terrible with attention deficit. I mean, I'm I sort of like, you know, I've got the concentration level of, of, of a gnat, really. And so, you know, um, I would call myself an entrepreneur. My wife calls me a busy fool. Um, but, now, <laughs> but now, you know, we, we, we run as a group. We, 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 we've still got the garage um, and then okay. we've got an event company. We've got a sports memorabilia company. We've got a framing company. Uh, like um, you know, for the we only we only specialise in sports memorabilia framing, right. um, uh, and that's called um, Sports Framing Direct. Uh, I we when we were bringing in the boxers, uh, the, the um, uh, to do the event, I was taking them down to one of the Bristol Blue Glass um, companies and having a blue glass boxing glove blown for them, mm. and then I went down to order some. A guy called Sugar Ray Leonard was coming over. And they'd gone bust. So that, I ended do you want to pick that name just, up off the floor, I was going to say, just yeah, yeah. pick that up off the floor. A guy floor. called a guy Sugar Ray yeah. One of the <laughs> best there's ever been, yeah. <laughs> do, do you know what? Do you know what? David Beckham keeps warning me about name dropping. And I'm really <laughs> sorry, guys. I, I try, I try not to do He's it. used that but, one before. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, so they'd gone bust. So I, I then ended up buying all the, the furnaces and everything else and, and bringing that over here as well. So then Bristol Blue Glass Henbury was born. Um, and then so here, I'm really sorry about the name dropping, but here we've had uh, Nigel Ben. Count um, Roberto Roberto Duran, Sugar Ray Leonard, they ended, ended up coming here. Um, uh, who else has been here? Uh, Tim Witherspoon, Tony Tucker. Um, yeah. So have you got so have you have you got a passion for boxing historically? I, I, or I, I, I tell you what I like about boxing, especially with the events, is that the boxers have got the most fantastic stories. I bet. And yeah. you know, a lot of them would have either been, you know, um, 
probably, and I'm not outlined here, you know, either in prison or, you know, doing something or, you know, they found boxing and, and, and you know, the, the rest of it is it well, and, history. And most boxers are showmen as well. So they've got that persona. They've got that promo that they can cut. Um, so it's effectively an extended promo, isn't it? I guess these evenings with all the stories. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, and they, they especially now, I mean, you know, like the, the the modern day boxers, sure they're earning you know they're earning great money as as, as the footballers mm. are. But like pre that, it it wasn't massive money, you know. So some of these guys have got to go out and tell their story, you know, oh, yeah. to keep to keep things turning over. But you know, people like um, you know we did Nigel Benn and Chris Eubank uh, um, just before Christmas, mm. um, and uh, it was six hundred and something people. It was amazing. Right. Um, uh, and it, yeah, it, I mean, the, the stories those two have got is just, you know, fantastic. How, how are they together, Mark? Because obviously you see a lot of the what had gone on before with them, and, and even recently with obviously Connor um, and um, Chris, Chris Eubank Jr., there was yeah. a little bit of feistiness. How were the two of them together on stage? Yeah, I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're very professional. So, right. you know, even if they were, we, we wouldn't have been privy, you know, right. to okay. anything that was going on. They were incredibly professional on the night. Um, and um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, they met everybody. They did everything they had to do. The stories were great. Um, Chris is, you know, was one of my my favourite boxers. And mine, um, yeah, mine. And uh, you know, I mean, he's, you know, um, he's he just, I, I don't know how to put this over with like political, but he's just on another planet. I mean, he's yeah. just, well, I tell you what, I don't know if you if you watched him on Celebrity Gogglebox with with his son, but yeah. that was why I tuned in was to see Chris and Chris sat on the sofa. Yeah, and just some of the things they were come up that he, that Chris Eubank would come up with were just. Incredible, absolutely yeah. entertaining, entertaining stuff. But yeah, so the box, the boxing evenings. Obviously, you've got another one. I think you just announced uh, with Ricky Hatton coming back as well. Yep, yeah, Ricky Hatton. Rick, Ricky Hatton is coming uh, uh, May, May the twelfth um, to Bristol. So tickets, tickets are available now. Um, yes. Where can uh, we get said tickets? Uh, yeah, please, so um, you can either just uh, Google PLM events, and it's it's on there. Um, and um, and then today we I've had a meeting with Ian Holloway today, so news will be coming out about some stuff with Ian Holloway, uh, and um, also Robbie Fowler. We've been talking oh, to today, right. so yeah, so um, we'll be launching Robbie Robbie Fowler in a in a, in a couple of days as well. So uh, so so yeah, so I run I, I now run that those those you know those companies, and um, uh, we get involved in all sorts of stuff and i you know very lucky to meet yeah, yeah a lot so, of a lot of people so you said 2016 was when you sort of started doing most of this but plm stands for park lane memorabilia as i understand it where did that name come from um and what's the background there so i i live on park lane and that's where it came from <laughs> Well, yeah, you I'd live on the that, you is, live on is, a monopoly that, board. Is that in London? Yeah, yeah. Or? <laughs> yeah. actually, it's good. when I when I do phone people, they say, "Oh, can I have your address, please?" And I say, "Yeah, Park Lane." They go, "Oh," and I yeah, yeah, uh, Winterbourne, <laughs> Bristol. Uh, not quite so, uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, and then um, so basically, uh, we we decided we decided then to separate the the uh the memorabilia company to the event company and then i uh, you know i just thought what should you call it well 
you know, it sort of makes sense. We'll just abbreviate it. And yeah, P PLM, PLM mm. was born. And, um, you know, so uh, there's a couple of reasons why we keep it, why we keep it separate. And, uh, yeah. um, you know, it's, uh, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's good. I, I, you know, I enjoy, I enjoy what I do and I enjoy the people, you know, the people, people we meet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Mark, I, I'm going to push you now for the, the, the most starstruck you've been, obviously you've met a lot of people across different sporting quarters, but also people outside of sport. When was your biggest sort of starstruck moment? Probably Pele. Wow. Matt, yeah. right, did you write that one down? Pele? Wow. <laughs> yeah. We were very lucky to work with Pele. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, a couple of times, you know, where I've actually been starstruck, um, Pele and probably Floyd Mayweather a bit. Okay. Um, and Anthony Joshua the first time, because the first time we, we worked with Anthony Joshua in, um, in Bristol, he was right at his height. Right. Okay. Um, and um, there's there's just there's just something about oh and Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson, yeah, probably Mike Tyson as well, yeah. So they've all got, I guess, like a, a level of charisma that they carry. You sort of sense them in the room before you actually see them, I guess. Yeah, I mean those 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 four in you know particularly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, you know, I um, R Russell Osman had worked with Pele. Um, escape to victory. Film, escape yeah. to victory. Yeah. So I, I remember having a conversation with him about about Pele, how cool he was, and everything else on set. And um, so, and when I met him, he was exactly how I thought he would be. <laughs> you know, just um, very, very mild when you spoke to him. You know, um, was yeah, just, 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 just fantastic. And 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 so was Mike, Mike Tyson. Actually, Mike Tyson is very quietly spoken. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, yeah, yeah. He's, um, yeah, he's got, uh, he's got, um, yeah, a real, real way, way about him. You meet some of these people, Mark, just, I guess, to get stuff signed to then, uh, frame and produce, etc. Are, are, are all of these, uh, evenings with, or is it separate events? I, I try and tie it in with that, but we do more memorabilia signings than we can do we can mm. do events with. Yeah. So um, you know, um we one of the nicest signings we did um was with Eric Cantona. Okay. And we we'd gone to we'd gone to hotel football uh in Manchester and everything was set up. And and we just presumed that he was gonna come in, like do the sign in and literally and literally just, you know, go. And mm. and uh, and he walked in, and uh, it that, that, that actually probably another time I was a little bit starstruck, and um, and um, we said, uh, oh, you know, we're, we're we're ready to go, Eric, and uh, and I, I can't do a French accent, but he basically <laughs> said, uh, he basically said, uh, no, 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 uh, we'll sit down in and and chit chat for a bit, and so literally I was, you know, there's about four of us in there doing the signing, and and like literally we're there, and I'm looking over, and I'm thinking this is blowing me away a little yeah. bit because um like you know we're just chatting like just mm. normally chatting and Did you have anything in your back pocket mark ready to talk to him about or uh you uh, start yeah, off with the weather yeah i've always, yeah, I've always, <laughs> I've always got a couple one of the guys that, uh, that had arranged it um used to live in france and, and could ski and could speak a bit of french so you know there was a little little bit of banter there about about mm. some stuff and then i usually like to ask um you know uh the, the toughest players and, and and that and that sort of thing um and uh um 
it was uh, it was Vinny Vinny Jones was the one that he that he mentioned, um, which uh, and and of course Vinny Vinny took him out big time, didn't he? And uh, I think it was a yeah. I can't remember if it was an FA Cup match or, or or what, but yeah, Vinny Vinny took him out took him out absolutely big time. Um, but that was a really cool sign in, and then he sent his brother off to get some. Um, to get some stuff and uh uh so the signing had finished and uh like i'm, I'm looking out, out the window of hotel football uh, and and over over old trafford and mm. next minute he's like stood to the side of me <laughs> and i just thought is this a dream this like, yeah is, i think you know is yeah think, you know, we, what we have to remember with with all these people is they are just normal people you know they yeah. it, it, you you see them on tv you see them on on um on the football pitch in the boxing ring but you just get some time with them. You know, I've been fortunate enough to to meet some of my idols and doing Robin's reunited podcasts. And then me and Matt sat down with Jackie Jackanowski, didn't we? Not that long ago. And yeah. you get, you get over that initial, this is Jackie Jackanowski. And then all of a sudden you're just talking like three blokes in a pub, like we are now, Matt. Yeah, no, you're right. But I think there's still, even for me now, when, when down the city ground with the former players last week, it was chatting to Dave Rogers and I still feel God, that's a, a a real city legend. I still have that buzz, and mm. I mean, I'm I'm a Bristol City fan, absolutely. But Man United's also I've got a bit of a passion for, and Cantona is just one of the the best. I mean, one of the things for me, Mark, do you when you have those kind of evenings and things, is is there anything that's off the table? So I'm thinking, like with Eric, would you have talked about the the kung fu kick incident? And with someone like Mike Tyson, would you talk about his time in prison or are there subjects where they kind of say, look, we wouldn't want to talk about this? Yeah, so sometimes they'll they'll say they won't want to talk about about right, stuff. Okay. Um, uh, we didn't do an evening um, with, uh, with with Eric, and when right. I met Mike Tyson, I I was only assisting, so I wasn't part of that bit. That was in my right. my early days. Um, so, um, but um, you know, when when we worked with Gaza. You know, I'll go up on stage and 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 I'll just say to everybody, listen, guys. You know, there's no filming. If we see anybody yeah. filming, we'll stop immediately yeah. because Paul's very open and honest about stuff. And you know, we can't have this. You know, yeah, you want to be respectful, going, don't you? Yeah, yeah, going, yeah. going, going all over the place. And um, you know, we're we're quite we're quite strict on that. And security are watching as well. Yeah. Um, because you know, if you if you if you if you want to know the truth nuts and all then you know yeah it's not fair to be filming that and then getting it out on social media for a for a few likes you know that can yeah. cause all sorts of problems oh, yeah, um absolutely. so you yeah usually i'll go up on stage and we'll 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 stop we'll stop all that yeah but matt so, just on uh, just on eric cantona um jeff 21 came on the podcast you know, yeah a couple of years back and he did say that when he did a bit of a q a with eric at bath city yeah um he said his one regret about that incident the kung fu kick was that he didn't kick him harder yeah 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 i mean you know <laughs> i can um, imagine yeah. yeah it is um uh i mean he, he must he must be okay with it because we, we we signed some of the the sharp shirts you know the black sharp shirts, yeah, yeah. shirts that yeah. we were wearing on on the day um, and um, you know um, he, he sees those about, and we you know we actually framed it as a as, as a kung fu thing. Um, so um, you know you, you can't condone things like that, but at the same time the guy was obviously being uh, you know oh, being, being abused, wasn't he? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. 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 But so, it's not just it's um, not just it's not just sports sports stuff that you do, Mark. Obviously, I've got looking at me now um, a Karate Kid photo frame with uh, pictures around the outside and a signed poster by the man himself, Ralph yeah, yeah. Macchio. 
Um, yeah. So, I mean, I got that for my 40th birthday and it's got pride of place here in my, in my little office. So it's, it's, there's plenty for everybody that you produce. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, as you, as you like, like all, like all businesses, um, you know, uh, if you've got a passion for it, um, you know, doors, doors open up to stuff. And, um, you know, if, we we then work with other people you know in in the states because the one thing that memorabilia memorabilia buyers want to know is authenticity yeah. you know the, the amount of snides out there is just horrendous i mean you know um and that we get offered memorabilia all of the time you know do we want to buy this from from private individuals um and um you know we we just don't we just don't buy it um unless i can really look into it then we're we're just not interested because yeah. you know that they the people selling to you might not actually know themselves that it's you know that it's uh, it's a snipe yeah. um, and um, you know it, it is it, it is horrendous which is why we like to do you know our own signings and that sort of thing but um, yeah you know we work with some great partners in in America and and um, uh, you know we 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 were very lucky that we were involved uh, in a signing with. Um, uh, Ray Ray Liotta, uh, not not long before he, wow. before he passed. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and and then and then we did all the merch for um, uh, a gentleman called Michael Franzese. Have you heard of Michael Franzese? I, I I feel like I should know the name. Is he a yeah? yeah. So so or? so my, Michael Franzese. You need to look him up on YouTube. Is uh, an ex mob mobster from New York. Right. Yeah. He's got a million. He's got a million followers now on um uh on on on, uh, on YouTube, and he talks about the mob. He, he, he's one of the one of the only ones to be able to walk away. He did his time. Uh, um, didn't grasp. And he did a tour. Um, and we we ran all the merch for it. Um, and uh, what a fascinating guy. <laughs> just absolutely I mean, fascinating. Talk about stories, I can only imagine. Mm. Oh, just like you know, it, and and when you went when when uh, when um when he spoke to you, he, he had these deep like brown eyes, and 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 didn't raise his voice or anything. He just like um uh you know just sort of spoke to you, and uh, it was just like something out of the Godfather. So <laughs> you, know, you just you just you just had to listen. But the we, soft, we, the softer and quieter they speak, the absolutely. more you have to sort yeah. of lean in to hear. Yeah, well, yeah. we we there was a we were going out to Manchester, and I'd arranged I'd arranged the AV. We were doing the photographs. Uh, we were um, and we were doing all the merch, and uh, there was a really bad accident on the motorway. We got to Manchester to set up for the event at half past five, which was starting at half past six, mm. literally. We are going like the clappers. So anyway, right. seventy get, miles an hour. Tops. Oh, like we get set up. We get set up. Event gets going. Da da da. All goes all right. The auction goes great. Great night. I've sort of like put it put it to the side of me. Gets to the end and uh, he says, uh, "Mark, can I have a word?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, of course." He said, uh, "You can't be late for these events." And I said, "No, no, no." I said, "Let me just explain." Da 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 da. And he just looked at me. Is it? You can't be late for these events, <laughs> right? Right, right. And I, yes, I, then, I then went back and argued some more, right? And 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 then he was just looking at me. And he, Mark, I do events like this all over the world. You cannot be late for these events. And then I started, and then I stopped, and I thought, I'm arguing with an ex mob guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Right, and, and I went, actually, you're absolutely right. 
Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it won't happen again. I'll make sure that we give ourselves a, a, a few a few hours. But literally, like the road was blocked, and you know, but uh, it, it was. Um, but it, it just it was just really really funny. It was just you know it it, it just. His facial expressions just didn't change at all. But, you know, so so he was, Michael Francis was known as the yuppie dom. And in his 20s, he had a Learjet homes in Miami, Florida, and somewhere else. Two helicopters. Um, yeah, yeah. His dad was an, a guy called Sonny Francis, who was slightly higher. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, look, you you look him at it fast. Yeah, 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 looking at but it, it now, was a, yeah. It was it was a it was a it was a great tour. He was yeah. he's, he was so interesting, and now he's come out of it. And now what he does is he goes around helping people that might be attracted to that sort of life. Um, mm. And you know, uh, yes, um, uh, you know, and he he also deals with um, a lot of sports people in America um, because what what they what they would do is that they would get the sports person hooked on gambling right and then they almost own them yeah yeah yeah, yeah there's right. been a so few he, sort of shows on netflix with the basketball and things like that yeah mm. you know to drop a point to whatever yeah. they're whatever they're going to do um and um so he'll he'll now go in talk to them look you know this is what you've got to look out for because it's all a very softly softly approach you know yeah, yeah. Uh, but incredibly interesting guy i really liked him he was he was uh yeah he was he was very very good with, um, with, um, with all these events that you're doing um obviously it's a real as you as you just said about being on time and events live events can can go wrong there can be problems um it's just, you have to be really committed to this, don't you? I mean, we were speaking earlier about the the Rangers event that you drove to Scotland from Bristol and took up with you loads of photo framed, you know, the, how you present it, uh, lots of different pictures of, of the Rangers captains, I think it was. Um, but you were up like half the night the night before getting all this ready and stuff, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. So basically, the order came in quite late. So we were introduced to them, uh, a company uh, to Glasgow Rangers and um, uh, or Rangers as it is now, isn't it? Um, and they they sort of sent through all the pictures that had to be in these frames. So we 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 you know we got them we got them printed and and, and got them and got them up there. And yeah, literally, we were working to the early hours. I, I had called in friends, mm. um, and I guess that's the difference between you know we could have just said no, you know it's too late uh, and all the rest of it. And you know we, we we did all that. We got up there. We did the two shows. Um, and there you are, you know, then posting a picture with Terry Butcher, you know, because he wants one of your frames. You know, when you put yourself out, mm. good you things, get the rewards. Good, good build, build, your build your reputation, yeah. doesn't it? It's, uh, yeah. 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 Well, they want us. They want us to do more, and and they got um, another couple of events in May, and and they've booked us now to do to do the um, you know to do the stuff. So oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. So, so is is there any one left, Mark? I'm sure there is that you want to meet, get stuff signed, do evenings with. Who's on your bucket list? Oh, that's a great question. Thank um, you. yeah. Um, 
Say Sylvester Stallone because of the boxing and the celebrity stuff, because he's my all-time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Matt will help you with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sylvester Stallone is, is, is tied to somebody. Um, oh, is he? Uh, right. Yeah, there's a company uh, A company uh, uh, does him and, and then a few of the others, um, Al Pacino, um, and, and they're very good at what they do. You know, they specialise yeah. in, in such such a big, you know, such big events. Um, with, with that sort of thing, you, you need you need to be dealing with a lot of corporate, you know, yeah. uh, customers. Ours are, ve- you know, ours are very much for the fans. Right. Um, okay. Sm- yeah. Smart, casual dress. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I would like to do some black tie stuff, but, you know, um, I-, I like the fact that the next day after one of our events, loads of people on Facebook are putting their pictures up with yeah. people that they, they wouldn't have been able to meet. And, and I, I you know, that I like that. I, I yeah, like lovely. that they been able to meet yeah their 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 heroes um so i would love to do an event with eric cantona you know not just obviously i've done the signing event but i would love to do an evening event with him how about Uh, so the thing with actors i guess is they they're often always working or if they're not actually acting they're now producing so it's trying to find that window of opportunity i guess for some of these people yeah i think that um uh a lot of them you know, like to get out and, and, and meet and meet their fans. I think, you know, um, uh, I think David Jason would be a, like from from, you know, I think David Jason would be a great one to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, he's doing a few of the conventions now. And we've just arranged a signing with him. So I'm quite looking forward to that. Turned um, 83 but, last week. I, think. I, yeah, I, I guess I, there's I, a I, Bristol I, connection as well there with, with David, isn't there? So yeah. that would be a yeah. do it in that, the that, in Nelson Mandela good. house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think um, I think he would be very very good to uh to do some stuff with um so well, that's even better you know if you did it in the heineken lounge at ashton gate you could have pictures on the balcony with nelson mandela house in the background in the, in, in the background yeah, yeah yeah we um we did uh we did uh eubank and ben in the uh lansdowne suite the big one yeah right yeah, it's a big room. That is, it was yeah, good. it's massive. A good, massive. A good room. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. So, let's talk about the event on the twenty third of March at the Bauer Club, Filton. Obviously, I think you've met Gaza previously, and now you're bringing him back for for another another evening with. So, uh, how did that first one go, and what can you tell us about the man himself? So we we've done we've done five or six events with Gaza now, and we do a lot lot of his merch, um, and. Uh, he is he's just so funny he's, he's just you just got to be watching him all the time i mean he's just you know always up always up to tricks always up to something you you don't wear something i wore a i wore a shirt with stripes on last time and he kept totally calling me deck chair all night um, <laughs> and, and and which gave me a complex and uh, um, but he's just he's he's just and at the moment he's in a great place he's you know we know we know you know we know the issues as well talked about and everything um and he and he and he he touches on that on the on the evening uh but um he is he's such a funny guy i mean some of the stuff that he's done is 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 just another another level how his brain must work is Mm. uh it's just uh you know so I i had a private i had a private chat with him about um have you ever heard about what he did with the trout on Gordon Jory's car? Yes, yeah, yeah, that, I have. That, co- that cost him seventeen thousand pound. That, that no and, way. And we're going back, yeah, and we're going back a long time. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't heard that story, so just go oh. through it for us. So basically, him, him, and Ali, Ali McCoyst, um were were injured, and um, 
Gascoigne can't sleep at night, so he used to go fishing throughout the night and then turn up at the at the at the ground, at the training ground. They were both injured, so everybody else had gone off, and uh, they decided to put these two trout that he caught in the back of Gordon Jury's car. So they unscrewed the uh, they unscrewed the spare wheel and put one in there. <laughs> Ali McCoy's was going to drop the other one in there, and Gascoigne went, oh, no, 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 he'll find that one. And he'll think he's found it. We'll hide the other one. And they found this little compartment that hardly anybody would know was there and put the other fish in there. So he found the first one and went, ah, you won't get me. Well, of course, <laughs> as the other one is decaying, <laughs> the smell is getting worse and worse. And um, basically, uh, yeah, they, they, couldn't get the, they couldn't get the smell out. So jury had to swap it in and Gascoigne had to pay the difference of what yeah, what the money that he lost, oh, and God. it was seventeen thousand quid. Crikey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Blimey. I like that the one that I liked, and without trying to spoil it, but is when Ali McCoyce was woke up by his wife at night because they heard a noise oh, downstairs. Yeah, and uh, he sort of got. I think he said he got a golf club or a baseball bat or something to go downstairs, and as he goes in the kitchen, Gazza's got his head in the fridge. And he's like, Gaza, what are you doing, man? And he said, well, I couldn't sleep. I didn't have any food in. And I knew where you kept your spare key yeah. <laughs> and broke in. He's like, oh, my God. It was a fact, fact that Coyster just went back upstairs and uh, his wife yeah. reported it. He said, oh, don't worry. He's only poor making himself a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. Incredible. I mean, just, you know, I mean, yeah, some of the stuff that, that, that he talks, you know, talks about with Spurs and, and um, you know, obviously, England and I think I think with Gascoigne as well why we sell so many tickets for Paul is that with some people I think with Gaza everybody knows how much he loved playing for his country yeah. and they, they've seen what he's gone through and, and, and everything else and I think that Gaza is just one of those that is almost club neutral if you like as regards yeah. going to see him because you know, we'll have all sorts of people there, you know, whether they supported any of the, the clubs, you know, Paul played for or or he's just in England. In fact, actually, of all the upgrades we do, we do various upgrades to put your photo in with him. And we'll, you know, we'll sell more of the of England one than we will of the Spurs, Newcastle, Rangers, um, you know, uh, uh, upgrade frames. We'll, we'll sell twice as many of the, of the England. So it just goes to show, actually, that most people are there through his love of playing for his country, he's, um, he's a he's a, a, a an English icon of oh, yeah. of oh, modern yeah. time, isn't he? We, so he's yeah. not he's not a Middlesbrough player. He's not a Rangers player. He is someone who is interesting uh, to everyone. And I think some people might just go along just to get some assurance that he is okay. Um, yeah. You know, every time you see Gaza's name in years gone by come up on on the news or anything, you kind of think, oh, no. And you get that sort of feeling in the pit of your stomach and you just want him to just turn that corner. And from what you're saying, Mark, it's um, it's looking positive at the moment. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's put on weight um, and, um, uh, you know, he's he's from the first time we did him um, a few years ago in Bristol, this is the third time I've, I've done him in Bristol now. And then we did him at Bradford in Plymouth um, and, um, uh, and Bridgewater. And uh, um, he's looked better every, every time. Now, you know, he's an alcoholic and you know that that could change, you know, at, at any moment. And we, we all know, you know, uh, but at the, 
you know, fingers crossed for him because I'll tell you what, not many people will come away and, and not want to take Gascoigne home and look yeah. after him. Yeah. You know, he, he's just, he ju- and he just wants to be loved. Yeah. You, and, and you can see that with the, I'll tell you what, there won't be one person that will leave that Bauer Club and not feel special, mm. you know, where Paul was welcomed them, had a photograph, um, and, and, you know, asked how they are. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. You know, uh, he, 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 he is, you know, he, 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 he is, he is, I mean, and some of the stuff that he's done, I mean, you know, the the the, the goal in the FA Cup against Seaman, the free mm. kick. Yeah. Um, we were... <laughs> We were lining up last time at, um, it was the first time we did him at, at, uh, at the Marriott. And uh, we'd done this, this this video, this walking video for him. And he he went well just before, to, to be honest. And we had to arrange certain things for him. And um, nobody would have known that he didn't he didn't feel brilliant, but um, because he, he was just great with everybody. And we were outside and there was stuff in the paper not long before. So we hadn't sold as many tickets as we wanted because people thought, he, he was going to let us down, and yeah. he, but he was he, he was there, and we put this great video together, and um, we were outside, and I'd, I'd open the door a little bit of the room that we were going to walk into, and it was just before we finished off with the goal against Arsenal, schoolboy's own dream. The commentary is amazing, isn't it? You know, well, is, he, is he going to have a, a cr- he is, you know, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's it. yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. schoolboy's yeah. own dreams, and I turned around to him, I said, I could have scored that, and he he said. Uh, I bet I bet you could have done <laughs> that. And then literally it sort of finished, the doors open, and it was almost, you know, like in a, in a football stadium where everybody starts singing at the same time. Yeah. I think, how the hell is everybody in the four sides of the stadium known that it was we were gonna sing there's only one Bristol City or something yeah, like, at yeah. the same time? And literally the whole room erupted into there's only one Paul Gascoigne. And yeah. he had a he had a smile from from one side of his ear to the other he was beaming absolutely yeah. beaming as he walked in and um, literally everybody carried on sort of singing and, and as he got up onto the stage and and uh yeah it, i just i just really thought you needed that mate i know you yeah. did and, and and i was so pleased that the bristol you know uh fans like mm. like did that and it was it was um it was amazing I, yeah. I i still get i still get sort of uh yeah you know pimples when i when i when Absolutely. i think of that moment when he when he when he walked in you know yeah. but for for people who haven't been to events like this before mark just explain sort of the format is there someone on stage asking them questions and then they go off down you know a story or how how does it how does it work yeah so our, our formats are, are um are, are quite uh you know sort of the same you know at, at most at most events actually so what we what we do is we we usually sell two or three types of ticket uh one would be a a vip um and then one would be a a sort of what we call a silver a silver ticket so the vips we get the, the, them into normally a separate room um and uh, and then paul will arrive into that room and we'll start with photographs with them so we stand you know paul by by a backdrop mm. people come round shake his hand meet him we we take a photograph that gets printed out so they've got a keepsake um and uh you know we we do we do all those first um what we then what we then do is uh we'll then put it out to all the people that bought a silver ticket would you like to you know come along and and purchase a ticket with uh, a photograph with paul so um you know we like everybody to have a have an opportunity so you know um we'll then have a bit of a queue that that's quite stressful um for us um but we we think 
as regards people memory of the evening and meeting their hero and all the rest of it we mm. think it's quite an important uh, important part get that out of the way get everybody sat down they can get themselves another beer etc we've usually got somebody on stage we might have a game of heads and tails or or something like that just to get things going Paul will have sort of, or the speaker will have, say, you know, 10 minutes to himself, 15 minutes to himself. Because um, he's there. He's just had three and 400 photographs done, you know, yeah. he just wants to sit down for a minute. Um, if it's a dinner show, it's, it's a bit better because obviously everybody just sits down and has dinner. But yeah. the Bauer is a non-dinner show. So, you know, he'll sit down for a minute. Then then we'll get then we'll get Paul in or the speaker in. Um, and uh, some like to be interviewed. Some will just will just be Paul, Paul likes to be interviewed mm. so uh we'll interview Paul um and uh he'll he'll do his he'll do his thing 45 minutes maybe an hour um and then we have a break um and uh they'll they'll sort of uh, you know you'll go off and and, and we, we then put out we probably put out then some paper for everybody to write down a, a question for okay. for Paul and then we'll Get, you know um there's always some that obviously you can't read out uh, <laughs> yeah. and then and then um you know we'll pick the sort of you know top 10 um yeah. and um and then uh um we do we do a bit of a we do a bit of a q a um and awesome. then uh some some will hang around after um you know paul will have the attention of everybody but paul yeah. is like another level really so mm. you know security will get paul out and he'll 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 be he'll be yeah. away um awesome. but, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Some will hang around. Kevin, Kevin Keegan hangs around, um, and and you know we'll 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 we'll, we'll chat. Um, but yeah, everybody be just pulling gas going, won't they? They're, they're, yeah, you know, they just want want yeah. stuff. Yeah, selfies and all of that. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's it's funny. I was thinking when you, when you talking about him, I I can't think in my lifetime of another footballer or even sports star that when Paul went to Italy. I used to watch Football Italia because of Paul Gascoigne. Yeah. And I know it was different sort of football, but I don't know if anybody else had gone to Italy and they tried to do the same, it would have been as popular. That show was Gaza Gaza, wasn't it? And you I sort even of think, thought it was called Gazetta Football because Well, there you go, because of, of Gaza. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so again, it, and I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not a Spurs fan, a Newcastle fan or any of it, but it's Gaza and he's just... <laughs> He, you know, it goes beyond all of any team, doesn't it? So, yeah, I can't when, wait. I cannot when wait. You, when you think of, of of that time from, you know, from Gaza's tears, um, you know, 1990, and Gaza sort of took off, took off, you know, he was, he was, he was probably one of the first superstars, wasn't he? Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Like if, if you, if you look at when he went to play, was it Lazio he went to play for? Lazio, yeah, yeah. 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 When, when, when you look at him landing in the airport, you know, it's like it's like Oasis or somebody like landing. Beatles, there. I mean, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it, literally, there was thousands and thousands yeah. and thousands of people there. Um, mm. You know, it, like and, and you know, of course, I, I, a bit like Beckham, really. Yeah, he also had the knack of scoring that goal at the right. You know, he joins <laughs> Rangers, scores against Celtic. Yeah, and he yeah. scored some important goal at Lazio, didn't he? I he scored against Roma. Yeah, in the, in the derby yeah. against Roma, yeah. header. Yeah, yeah he scored yeah. a header. Yeah. He, he sort of had that. He had that knack, didn't he, of of, of sort of scoring at the yeah. at the right, well, the, right it, the right time. And he had some awful injuries as well, didn't he? Yeah, one in yeah. Italy, one obviously in that in that FA Cup game, and came through the other side as well. Yeah. So he's got yeah, that I mean, bounce yeah, back I mean, ability for sure. Yeah, I mean, obviously the one against Nottingham Forest was his own fault, wasn't it? For where he was so he yeah. was so yeah. hyped, he was so hyped up, wasn't so he? Wound up, and, yeah, yeah, and you know it was a. 
Charles, was it something Charles? Wasn't it? Craig Charles. Charles. Gary, no, yeah. Gary Charles. Not Craig Charles from Red Dwarf. Charles. Yeah. <laughs> Gary, yeah, Gary, Gary Charles. Charles yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, yeah, it was it was a horrendous tackle, mine, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, uh, and um, you know, he, he admits to that, and he was so he was so wound up for it, and and you know, obviously a a, 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 a horrific injury, and then did I don't know if you watched the last. Um, uh, one of the last um, shows on on on, on Gas Gascoigne, where they it was a documentary, and they 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 put it across from Gaza's point of view, and and they had the journalists there all saying basically it's no wonder Paul is like he is, mm-hmm. um, you know the the traps that they they, they set because yeah. It, yeah, his knee was that. repairing. And, and and of course they cloned his phone, hadn't they? They cloned his phone, yeah. and he he had spoken to his mum, and his mum was the only one that knew he was going to this nightclub, mm. and and they showed the footage, and he's getting out the car, and all the press are there, and you can see him looking, how the hell, mm. did you, like, and 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 they're they're only there for him. Yeah. Then they planted somebody to go and play up. Yeah. And and he put his knee out again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy, the guy, the journalist was saying it was. It's hardly surprising that yeah. you know he started writing everything down because he didn't feel he could trust anybody. Of course, they cloned his phone. Yeah, it's crazy. And so crazy. he's thinking that yeah, he's thinking that everybody, everybody's against me. Everybody's speaking about me, including my mum. Mm. Yeah, and that's. I mean, that's that's horrendous, isn't it? When you start doubting your own family and loved ones. Yeah. Because of what was going on, and it shows again, Mark, just how big he was. You know, you're talking about trying to clone like Princess Diana's phone and things like that, and this Gaza as well. It's just he was huge, absolutely. Yeah. Well, of course, huge, it was a Hugh Grant. It was I can't remember who else was it. It was Hugh Grant. It was a lady that they they cloned um, as well, wasn't it? Yeah, there was another actress, wasn't there? Yeah, it was um, Hugh Grant and some, and they obviously all got their 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 com, you know the compensation yeah. and everything. And right. Rightly so. Rightly so. I mean, yeah, you absolutely. know, um, uh, Paul writes everything down to this day. Does he? Oh, yeah. 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 Well, know, I'm, I, I'm absolutely, uh, yeah, really looking forward to oh, to it, um, uh, Mark. And yeah, thanks for getting us involved. And actually, on the evening, um, we're going to be doing a podcast, not with Gaza. So do you want to just tell us who who's on the, uh, on the lineup for that? Oh, uh, yeah. We've got a few coming out to play, actually. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, We've got uh, we've got Scott Murray, Scott Murray, Bristol City from Darts, uh, Steve Steve Brown. Uh, we've got Joe Sims, the actor, is coming is coming along. Brilliant. Uh, and um, uh, oh, we got to, and then I'm waiting on uh, uh, Mark Dudbridge, mm-hmm. Dean Edwards, and a couple of others. So yeah, yeah. Brilliant. yeah. Well, yeah. they're all gonna they're all gonna have their own thoughts and feelings on Gaza, and we'll we'll get a bit of an update from each of them as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Sean to... Donnelly from the Three Lions. I think he's yeah. gonna he's he's gonna come along as well. Everybody knows Mr. Donnelly, yeah, so do, uh, yeah. he's an absolute Bristol legend, isn't he? he so is uh, so man, yeah, yeah. I, I think Sean Sean's gonna come along. Come it's gonna along be well, a, it's so, gonna be a very uh, interesting podcast. That one. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, but looking be, forward to it. We'll do a little be, bit beforehand with them and a little bit afterwards and yeah. maybe some in the middle as well. So, yeah, tune in for that one towards the end of March. But as it's the regular show of Three Peeps, we'll do some of our, our normal segments. Hopefully, uh, hopefully Rich won't get too upset that he's missed out on doing his uh, Rich's rant. But, um, Matt, you're 
you're a ranter in your own right. I mean, I travel all over you the country to away with games you. With me, so you know I am. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I thought I thought Rich was bad until I met Matt on um, <laughs> some of these. But uh, unfortunately, I've never captured any of Matt's rants on audio like I have with Rich. So maybe one day, maybe one day, I'll have that record button ready. But uh, we'll start with our Room of Doom. So for those who haven't listened before, Room of Doom, you you put something forward that uh, that has annoyed you recently or, anno- or annoys you constantly. Um, and then we vote on which one actually goes into the Room of Doom. So Matt, I don't know if you want to go first. Yeah, don't mind. Yeah. Um, so mine is... Um... It's a bit of a selfish one, really, but it's people parking outside of your house. Now, I'm I'm fortunate. I've, I've got a driveway, um, and I park on my driveway. And my wife or partner, and she's going to be calling her a wife, dear. Um, <laughs> we have been together 35 years and engaged for 34, <laughs> but still. Um, she has a car as well, so she parks at the front. But the amount of neighbours who park outside my sort of the front of my wall which i, I don't have a problem because it's a pro, you know it's a public road yeah don't, don't say also, Matt, don't say matt's space no, does no, it? no it doesn't but they've kind of got their own driveways and stuff but also they park right up against the kind of driveway so that when i get my car off the drive because there's also cars on the back to try and then turn around you're having to kind of maneuver back and forth back and forth so it's just like you know yeah just park outside your own house <laughs> So that's, 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 that's mine. The so people, uh, people that park my outside your house. My neighbours are listening. <laughs> yeah, brilliant, awesome. No, that's yeah. a good one. Um, Mark, what have you got for us? You said you had about a hundred. <laughs> I'll ask you for one to one to put forward, and then maybe we'll we'll get yeah. a few more afterwards. People that moan about people parking outside. <laughs> He's done me. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Literally just came to me. And, and mine is people that nick other people's room of dooms. A bit, a bit fiery. Traffic lights. Now, what I don't get about traffic lights, one, I'm sure that the council is like slowing our city down, which is terrible anyway. Mm. But what I don't understand is how every traffic light has got my number programmed into it. Because every <laughs> single time... I'm driving towards a traffic light. The flipping thing turns. And, and and in the old days, they would go amber, stay amber for a while and think, I've got this. Now it goes amber red immediately, doesn't it? It's like yeah, you haven't yeah. got any, any any time. And now you're breaking and snaking all over the place. And literally, <laughs> my, my, my officer on Cribs Causeway at Henbury, and I don't know if anybody's driven down there lately, there are now 10 sets of traffic lights for oh. a mile, in a mile. Wow. I got stuck on them the other day and I missed my birthday. Like, literally, it is just absolutely... It's, it and it's, it's one of those, Mark, isn't it? it where if, you, if you hit the first one, it's red. It seems every other one is red, isn't it? It just seems to perpetuate as you get through. So I, I work like mental hours. I mean, I'll, I'll be in my office because we've got so much going on at the moment. I'll be, I'll be here at about 10 o'clock. And I drive out of here. There's nothing else on the road. And the lights would be red. And I'm thinking, yeah. how, you, can you not set these lights up with the pressure? Pad? Like, this is the main road. I'm on the main road bit. I'm not onto the side. Yeah. So what? why Why are the, Why are these changed? And literally, I've been driving up there, and the lights will change to red. And I'm thinking, who has pressed the button for somebody to either walk across? Or yeah. who has done the pressure pad? It can. Why have you changed? Yes. It's got my, I swear it's got my registration number, like program. <laughs> Here he is. Here's Jake Ways again. 
yeah, and stop him. And then, as you say, you get stopped on every single yeah. one. So now, if you come down Cribs Causeway, the A401A, and you're driving, say, up towards like the, the, the downs, literally, I don't know how many sets of lights there are on that on that one road. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It is ridiculous. Yeah. So that is my rant. Traffic yeah. lights, get rid of them, I say. That's a good one. That's a good one. Have you tried the old um, flashing the headlights, flashing your lights at them? Because sometimes at night, that yeah, is uh, that sometimes makes them change. Yeah, it will. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 on the uh, that's only on certain ones, isn't it? Yeah, certain yeah. ones, yeah. And, yeah. But, and it does work actually on temporary traffic lights, doesn't it? It does yes. work on temporary. Yeah. So, so good. Two good entries. Um, I, I had to think long and hard about this because Matt works from home a lot. Well, all mm. the time, all the time. Yeah. And you work in an office mostly by yourself, Mark. And, and mine, mine is. Obviously, we're returning back to the office now. We're in we're in in the office two days a week, um, and I didn't realize how much other people annoyed me until I went back into the <laughs> office. There's, I was sat next to a guy the other day, and uh, he had his phone not on silent, so every time he had an email or a text, it was ping, 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 constantly. Then he started on a bag of crisps. And then you know how loud that can be. So he's not only pinging, pinging, and pinging. He's starting on his bag of crisps, and he's on a call. He's got his headphones in, so he can't appreciate all these noises that are going on. So I just the first couple of times I just sort of looked at him and just sort of gave him a a little bit of a nod. After the twenty third time, I'm actually staring at him, and he's looking at me and thinking, "What's what's his problem?" <laughs> but you get so used to. to no noise when you've been working at home that long all of those office noises all the pings and the dings that really can wind you up so so mine are un, unnecessary noises uh so that's my uh my my thought for the room of doom for this week so so what we do now is we just go round and matt you have to vote on uh who you want can't pick for your can't pick your own oh, and then same with mark so yeah, I, I think yours says more some somewhat more about you than that other person. To be fair, well, and you know how much noises annoy me because I get in I Matt's do. car and he's got his Mercedes sort of navigation Siri system, and he's just having chats to Mercedes the whole time, and he hates it. And he's navig he's navigating out of my estate, and how many times he's done that? Turn left here. Yeah, you know where you're going. So yeah, I'm not I'm not picking yours just out of spite. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm absolutely with Mark. I I get so frustrated with the traffic lights. I agree that there's way too many, um, and also they seem to be in places where there's nobody working. I went I was in Bath yesterday. Went past one where the traffic lights were on, even on one side of the road, and there was no work. The other traffic had come through. It was only one light. That was still on the other end. There wasn't, it wasn't, you know, allowing some through. So yeah, I've got Mark, Mark, hundred percent. I'm back in Mark. I reckon we could do a whole podcast on Matt oh, driving from one side of the street to the other. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You coming out of a car park at football? That that is a, an intense environment. Well, again, it's it's ignorance. So I'm I'm quite a considerate <laughs> driver. So I will let people out, but don't don't try and cut me up and just assume that I'm going to let you out. You know, give me at least an acknowledgement. Coventry was my favourite. Yeah, well, that coming was out of a Coventry quite, car park, it's like four lanes diverging quite, into one. Quite choice, <laughs> isn't it? So yeah, but no, I'm I'm back in Mark. Okay, Mark. Mark. Well, this is a hard one, guys, because I don't want to favour either of you. No, uh, mate. I, I, I have, Go for I have, it. I have got to say, I have got to say, Patch, that people that don't have their phone on silent, like you know, annoy annoys me as well. Yeah. And and if and if they're eating, 
by the yeah. side of me. Uh, so yeah, I, I am. I am going to have to. I, I think. I think yours would that I'll noise. T- me. I'll take that, yeah. Mark. I'll Thank you. Yeah. And yeah. and Mark, I will reciprocate and <laughs> give you the vote purely because you know you've got no divine right to park outside your own house if it's not your parking space so i think he's i think he's struggling there so uh, yeah traffic lights although they have a place there's there probably is too many of them yeah. um so yeah congratulations mark you've won this week's room of doom and what do i win um you get some signed memorabilia um from me and matt Done. Right. brilliant thank you um, so yeah, well, that's authenticity. authenticity yeah, I've, I've had it. I've had it PSA approved, yeah. so it's all good. Um, yeah, it comes in a comes in a, a special case and everything. So brilliant. Um, Thank you very much. No worries. No worries. Uh, but Mark, I I did promise I'd give you the opportunity to raise any more sh- short grievances that you have. Um, any more rumor dooms? I'm going to give a few niche ones just while you're thinking about what you're going to say. So this happens to me very often i get toothpaste in my eye you know when you sort of you put the toothpaste on your um tooth, toothbrush and then it might just flick up how it managed to find my eyeball i i don't know but it's happened a couple of times in the last week that's one another one is you know that when you when you're spraying a little bit of fragrance on to find the actual hole where the fragrance is going to come out of I can twist it. I can twist it one way, and it'll always be the wrong way. I have to twist it virtually all the way around to find it. These are really niche things, but someone listening will have experienced this. Do you think that's because you can't see the hole because you've got toothpaste in your eye? That's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Never, never, ever in my fifty-two years of life have I got toothpaste in my eye. Well, I hope it happens to you tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, do you struggle finding your way home on an evening patch? I can't. I can't. I have never flicked toothpaste in my eye ever. Exactly. On the the aftershave that I got, I can clearly see the spray thing. Well, (laughs) you can see why I drive to all the football games. Exactly. (laughs) No, seriously. If if there's someone listening who has experienced either of those things, please do get in touch because it can't just be me. Uh, And you can do so at. 3piapc at gmail.com or on Twitter at 3piapc. Right, Mark, what else you got? So, right, as regards doom and gloom, or whatever it's called, what was it? Doom Doom and gloom. gloom. (laughs) (laughs) Room of doom. Room of doom, yeah, 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 okay. Right, a lot of mine are driving, and I think the older I'm getting, the worse it's getting, is people where, where you're approaching a roundabout there's nothing coming around the roundabout, but they still feel that they need to slow down to next to nothing and, and, and look, and there's nothing there. And you're, you're catching up thinking, just pull away. Just, there's nothing there. What have you How far do you need to look to see where the road's clear? Yeah. Yeah. Can you not, can you not look and judge and drive straight? That's what the roundabout is for. You don't have to stop. Just join the flow of the traffic. But people feel they've got to stop. Yeah. Look and then and then pull away and then you're there and you think well there's nothing there is there so let's pull away now no no now pull away now no, no, there's nothing there is there pull pull away now pull away now and then they'll wait until a car's coming then they can judge that car then they pull out and you think yeah what are you doing I'll like, tell you just, what they're doing they're checking Facebook yeah exactly yeah. Just, yeah. just pull out just. <laughs> 
just pull out. And then the other one is, I, I'm, I do get quite annoyed when I'm driving, but is when, but I'm quite courteous as well. So when, when, when you, you know, I'll, I'll queue up with everybody else. I don't go down the oh, outside. You're not doing, you're not going to do merge and turn on us, are you? Oh, you, I, that absolutely. And I'm literally about an inch from the car in front. Like literally, like so they can't they can pull in. I am one of those. No, mate, I have queued up all this way. I've been courteous, and you've just flown down that. that you can see all the signs. You can see the signs that are saying one lane open. Yeah, Mike, look at that face on the opposite camera. That's the man that goes right to the end. Right. So we've had a whole podcast on this many years ago, but. If it's if it says in five hundred yards it becomes one lane, then you get in lane. You don't get in lane five hundred yards earlier, and and you've got a whole long stretch of empty road that no. that that's why the traffic gets caused. No, uh, totally, totally the opposite way. Because every time <laughs> I wish Rich was here. Every time that somebody like yourself is there, right, the, the car after has got to stop. If everybody was in that lane, it would be a steady, continuous uh, flow of traffic. As it is, everybody's got to stop to let the next one in. Then, they, as you say, they've looked at Facebook and then they've like pulled away again. And, and, so, and that happens all the time. If there was a continuous flow of traffic, because these people aren't now pulling in, it would go. Fa- it would go faster. Okay, Mark, I don't. I don't want to fall out with you. So enter so, so near but to the end of the late, podcast. Mate. But it's truth, patch in truth. I didn't. What Mark I didn't is saying is spot on. What Mark is saying is spot on because that's that's how traffic jams start and why you have the jams that you do okay. because the cars have to stop and then pull away and it just backs up, backs up, backs up. Yeah. It's absolutely. Yeah. yeah I, 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 we won't convince him, Mark, because I've been in the no. car and he said, go on, keep going down. No, no, not for me. Yeah. And they also when it's not only that, Mark, but it's the fact that they think, well, I've indicated, so you've got to let me in. No, like yeah. read, read the sign. You can, the merging turn is different. That's and, what I'm I, talking about. When it no, says... No. It yeah, says it merge and turn underneath. No, a lot, a lot of them don't. A lot of them, like I was coming back on the motorway on Sunday and you've right, got okay. on the, the M5, it goes from three, four lanes down to three and the amount of cars bombing on the right-hand lane and having to cut up and then you've got to stop and it's not a merge. It's purely a, a, ring, a lane yeah. closure. Yeah. Okay. Merge well, and turn's different. I'll give you yeah, that. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm talking about merge and turns. I'm not talking about if there's you know lane oh, yeah, back, backtracking like backtracking yeah. now and <laughs> yeah. we'll have this discussion another day um yeah. but yeah the, i mean the as i said to you earlier we've we've done i think this is episode 186 or 87 and every one of these regular show episodes we have this so I, I have to be sh- scrapping around for things <laughs> at, at times, but it, it's amazing. Something always comes up. Uh, another yeah. one I've got written here is miserable bus people. I started getting the Metro bus into work and everyone is so miserable on the bus. They're just sat there with a face like a slapped ass. And well, I just want to shout out, cheer up. Is that because yeah. you don't know whether the bus is going to turn up? And you know, a metro well, metro's is not too bad. Good. It's pretty good, isn't it? But yeah, yeah metro is pretty good. Every twenty minutes, it comes on the on the ring yeah. road. Um, but yeah, there's there's always but plenty. That, 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 that's a that's that's a whole other thing now, and it with phones and everything else. You know, yeah, quite, yeah. You 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 have a look now, and it you know 
like, like the only time I usually get a bus or a coach or a, you know, it's when we're when we're on holiday. But um, mm. uh, you know, you, you everybody's looking at their phones. I, I get yeah. the train quite a lot, and th- th- as you rightly say, there is no chatting to people anymore, is there? Oh, no. Actually, if you do chat to people, they think you're weird. Uh, exactly. So, like you know, <laughs> yeah. everybody's just looking at their phones all the time, aren't they? I, you haven't it, even it, got it, to talk it, to the bus driver anymore because you just do zap, zap, zap. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we final we finish off with recommendations. What we've been watching on the TV lately, and I think the whole nation seems to have watched Happy Valley. Um, I know Matt definitely did because I messaged him I and he said, "Can you not message me, please?" Because I'm watching Happy Valley. I did. Uh, were you happy happy with the Happy Valley conclusion, Matt? Do, do you know I wasn't? Um, oh, okay. And the reason I wasn't is I thought the the main body of the story was very good. But they didn't then, it was almost like a bit of a, you know, so the other theme that was going through, and I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't the watched doctor. it, but the pharmacist. Yeah, the pharmacist, sorry. It, it, it was kind of, oh yeah, and by the way, the pharmacist was the one peddling the pills, go and have a look at him. And yet not <laughs> worrying about the fact that he, you know, he killed some woman in. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just felt they kind of, a bit like Line of Duty when that finished, mm. they'd almost needed another episode and just crammed everything into the last one. So yeah. But fantastic. And Sarah, Sarah Lancashire and James Norton, yeah. two of the best actors that you'll see on, on television anywhere. Yeah. They, um, they kind of went back to that as the main event, didn't they? Yeah, and they sort did. of almost forgot about and, some of them. And stuff. probably rightly so with both of them. But yeah. I think Sarah Lancashire is, if she doesn't win awards for that performance, then something's yeah. wrong. No, I completely yeah. agree. Um, that's not my recommendation. My recommendation is uh, The Last, Last of Us, it's called. Um, yep. on Sky Atlantic, I think. Uh, so have a look at that if you haven't done so before. If you like stuff like Walking Dead, um, yep. post-apocalyptic stuff, you you will absolutely love this. And the actor in it, I can't think of his name, but he plays the Mandalorian, which obviously is something that I I, I like as well. Uh, right. So okay, yeah. So it's very very good, very good, very good series. I'm I'm on only on episode three, but it's got that sort of film feel to it as a as yeah. a tv series as well so last of us for me matt how about yourself yeah i'm watching that one as well so I'll, I'll echo those comments i think it's very good based on the game i understand correct i've ever yep. played it but yeah um and i think the woman who voiced the game and her name escapes me but she's recently passed away um, oh dear she was in okay. in 20 in 24 as well oh. um <clears throat> mine is your honor two um so it's the second series of your honor with um, Brian Cranston. Oh yeah. Um, Where is that? Which, if you've not not watched the, I think it's on it's on one of the Paramounts or. Yeah, um, so I haven't got Paramount Plus. So there's quite a lot uh, on there, not? isn't there? Like Yellowstone, so, is it, it? And Yellowstone with Kevin Costner is very good. Yeah, eighteen oh three. I want to say with I've not watched that yet with Harrison Ford. Mm. But yeah, your on your honor is following on from the first series where he is a judge, um, and you see it in the very first episode. So I'm not not spoilers, but his son. Okay kills a mobster's son in a, a car accident, a hit and run in, and sort of goes away. And then the first series is all about how Brian Canston's character tries to protect his son and keep him out of Yeah, I prison. think I've seen the premise, yeah. Br- brilliant. And, and then the second series starts and, and Brian Cranston's actually in prison because of what he did to, to do it. Ah. So only one episode in at the moment, but yeah, I'd, I'd recommend that. Oh, brilliant. No, sounds good. How about yourself, Mark? Do you get much time to watch TV? <laughs> No, I don't really watch TV. So um, uh, you can recommend I, anything. It can be an app, for example. Uh, no, so I um, we do have Netflix. So we, I don't have any Sky Sports or or, or anything like that. 
Um, we do have Netflix and we, we order a lot of stuff off Amazon. So we've got Amazon Prime. Um, so uh, as regards series, I, I tend to binge watch stuff, but we are going to go back a bit. So like Peaky Blinders, I really enjoy. Oh, um, amazing. H- Homeland. Um, I'm, I'm a history buff, so I love anything uh, certainly World War Two. I watch anything, anything World War Two. Um, I listen to a lot of audiobooks, um, right. especially business audiobooks. Okay. Um, one that I recommend everybody to read uh, is Have you ever heard of The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho? Yes, yeah. It's a, it's a fantastic book. I was introduced to it a few years ago. Um, I recommend everybody on, on any form of journey listen to the or, or read The Alchemist. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, uh, what have I just finished? Um, Shoe Dog, uh, uh, Phil Phil Knightley, isn't it? The 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 creator of uh, Nike. Okay, right. why? That's that's very very good so, as well. So that's about the story of Nike, is it? Or Nike? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It's a great story. You know, you like you, you sort of think, yeah, everything was a walk in the park for Nike, but it wasn't. You know, it, yeah. it's a great story from where he, you know, took it from just himself you know right yeah. away to to where it where it became well, i've been to the that's good. i've been to the nike headquarters in portland in oregon um which right. is a, an amazing place with a running track all the way around the outside and yeah, they've yeah. got yeah. parking spaces named after all the people they've supported over the years so yes uh that'd be yeah. really interesting i'm sure and i'm sure they well, so if they haven't yeah, done so already they must make a, a movie out of that as well yeah, I mean the the uh, his partner Phil Knight's partner was a um, uh, was a track coach, wasn't he? Um, mm. So uh, yeah, his, his name uh, is uh, lose me for a minute. Um, but it's a great, it's a great, a great story. Yeah. And what's that called? Yeah. Sorry, shoe dog. Shoe, shoe dog. dog. Yeah. Right. Okay. Really? Shoe dog, yeah. Early doors for anybody who's not watched <laughs> it is being reshown on BBC iPlayer. Um, yeah. A comedy set in in Manchester. Um, and yeah, some some great characters. Mark Benton's in it and plays a character called Eddie, who's the funniest character on TV for me. But if you've never watched it, is that friend doors. friend of the show, Mark Benton? Friend of the show, Mark Benton. Yeah, but it, <laughs> I mean, it's just a fabulous family comedy. There's no no bad language. Um, yeah, and just really really funny. Craig Cash in, um, oh, what's his name? Phil. His name's completely gone out of my head. M begins with M. Uh, begins with M. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Apologies, Phil, but Mackenzie. Yeah, Mahoney. No, it's not. It's not. Um, yeah. If you've oh, not you watched I, it, watch it. It's brilliant. I tell you what I did enjoy. Um, Afterlife. I thought that was so well written. Superb. Yeah, superb. Starring friend of the show, David Earl. Yeah. David Brennan. Isn't it? <laughs> David, <laughs> David uh, Ricky, well Ricky Gervais, Ricky yeah, David Earl. Yeah. David yeah. Earl came on the podcast uh, a couple of months ago. He he plays the guy who comes in and tells the jokes, you know, and he plays the hoarder. He's got the friend who's that 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 uh, lad who plays the flute with his nose. Oh right, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. He's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ricky Ricky Gervais. I mean, you know, The Office was funny, yeah. wasn't it? The oh Office gosh, was good. Yeah. But I I just thought, you know, how how he wrote and, and um, you know, approached certain, you know, uh, uh, sort Sensitive of times. topics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. was was incredibly clever. Um, yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, no, I thought I thought that was, you know, I thought that was very, very yeah. good. No, it's really um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. 
Right. Well, so Mark, thank you so much for spending the last hour with us, telling us about your your journey. Um, and we can't wait to spend some more time with you and see Gaza on the 23rd of March. So we shall see you then. Um, we shall be doing a podcast, as we said, uh, at that event. Um, so please do tune in to that. Um, Matt and I will be back for a bonus show on Sunday, but I'll be back tomorrow, actually, with uh, Robins Reunited with Martin Scott and Andy Leenan. So looking forward to that. So plenty to look forward to on Three Peeps in a Podcast. But for now, thank you, Mark. Thank you, Matt. Pleasure. Thank, thank you, you very much. much. Nice look forward to seeing you soon. Take care. Yeah. Thank, Cheers, thank, guys. thank you, guys. Take care. I've been riding low. I've been riding fast. Gonna take this moment, I'm gonna make it last Cause you don't know me Don't be quick to judge Cause I'll tell you something, I don't care that much Don't come around here Preaching your goddamn rules Don't come around here Town. You know it ain't that big It don't take long to know just what I did Don't come around here Preaching your goddamn rules Don't come around here